Hello, everybody. This is Erica. This is Shari. And this is April. And you are now listening to Three Sykes and a Mic. Just as a disclaimer, although the contents of this show may be educational and therapeutic in nature, this should not be considered a replacement for therapy with a licensed professional. If you would like more information on how you can find a therapist in your area, please contact us on social media. All right, y'all. We are back this week. How's everybody doing today? Great. Doing good. Great. Great. Good. Good. How was y'all's week? Did everybody have a pretty, pretty sound, pretty good week? Um, you know, I think mis- this week was pretty good. I think I maybe had one day where I literally thought I was going to pass out. Oh, goodness. Um, but I made it through. <laughs> I well, made it through. So thank God for making it through. Yes, Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. All right. Well, what are y'all, what got you through? You say you made it through. What got you through? What's the check in? Um, I think for me, Erica, what got me through is knowing that I was going to do dress shopping this weekend. Oh, yes. Yes. That was really exciting um, to get a chance to get together with a few of my girlfriends Mm -hmm. and go through that interesting process. I'm learning that (laughs) I am very much not the typical bride. I don't think I'm into the whole like (laughs) wedding planning and process part. Um, but it was fun to, to see yeah. my girlfriend. So that's yeah. what got me through knowing that was coming up. Was what about coming. you ladies? I don't think the listeners know that you are getting married. Oh, well, listeners, I'm getting married. <laughs> <laughs> I am getting married. Like, was she prom dress shopping? <laughs> no. <laughs> I am getting married in June yeah. to yeah. my knight in shining Aww. armor. Aww, shout out. Yes. Oh, this is going to go in with our topic today. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Yes. Well, I would definitely drop my own little nuggets in there on this topic. Yeah. What about you, yeah. ladies? What got you through? What about you, April? Um, trying to remember. <laughs> this week was busy. Out of Even though yeah. um, it was a short work week, but it was a very, very, very busy week. So what got me through was kind of what I think I said on a, said this on a previous episode is just getting through the day mm-hmm. and um, doing better about boundaries, even with my time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I said no to some things this mm-hmm. week. So I think that got me through, freed yeah. up some time. Um, I cooked. So that was good. <laughs> some Beyond Burgers. Some Oh, oh yeah. I have yet yeah. to try those. They're so good. I want to try them. They look also, amazing. you know what got me through? Publix Ready Meals. Oh. Well, My I girlfriend was talking about those. Let me tell you. Saved me. Because some all time. I had to do was put it in the oven. I wouldn't take a shower. By the time I got the shower, the meal mm-hmm. was ready. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Yes. That's what I try to do. Like when I get home from the gym, I try to... Pop everything in the oven, like while I'm showering. Mm-hmm. So when I get out, it's like time to eat, like mm-hmm. it's go time. Yep. Because yeah. I need, but I need my food. What I'm learning with my schedule. By the time I get home, it's so late. I need my food already prepped, mm-hmm. like chopped, right. everything. everything. Yeah. All I have to do is put it in the oven. Yeah. And then, I need yeah. a Jeffrey. Anybody uh-huh. like? A oh, I was like, who's <laughs> yes. from Game Game of Thrones? Jeffrey. <laughs> yes. Jeffrey. Don't we all? Yeah. Don't we all? Oh man. Yeah. Um, well, I guess the thing that got me through this week, um, I have a couple of coworkers that are like my sounding boards, like throughout mm-hmm. the week. And it's really cool because they've been, um, at my, um, company a little, a lot longer than me. And so they're really good about just kind of like checking in 
and like keeping me like grounded. Like, don't let this get to mm. you. This is the flow. That's good. This is how things go. You know, it'll come back around where things will quiet down, you know, going into the holiday season, things ramp up. Um, so they're really good at checking in with me. So that's really cool. Like they literally call me at the beginning of the day. Like one calls at the beginning and the other one calls at the end. Aww. So they're kind of like little little um, bookends. Bookmarks. Just, yeah, yeah, bookends. Like yeah, bookends. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did a happy hour at the end of the week on Friday. So that was really cool. Shout out to happy um, hour. Shout out to sushi and happy hour. So oh, that was really good. Yeah. I want some sushi. So that's what got me through this week. I had something this time. <laughs> you were ready. I was ready. I thought about it. Oh, that's great. Shari was ready for the check-in. The check-in. All right. Awesome. Well, we're going to roll right into our media minute. Um, and so today's media minute is about um, this Twitter post that um, Gucci Mane posted about... Um, being basically being supported by his wife through all of his tomfoolery. So I'm just going to read the post. <laughs> <Not> tomfoolery. <laughs> um, so the post reads, everyone, it's going to be hard to read this because it's not grammatically correct. Okay. <laughs> everyone want this, but what y'all forget was she was with wild Gucci, own drugs Gucci, cheating Gucci, in jail Gucci, publicity with other women Gucci. Wow. This is Gucci after therapy slash rehabilitation. This is a street man groomed in his 30s after he's been at his lowest point. Um, This is a writer who knew what she signed up for. Blank is the next blank after fight couples fight. So, (laughs) oh, they they bleeped it out. Oh, so B-I-T-C-H's. I'm just going to say it. Oh, yeah, say it. I was like, (laughs) bitches is with the next nigga after couples fight. You sound, this is so funny. You sound like. (laughs) (laughs) I can hear myself reading it. I was like. People read like rap lyrics. Rap lyrics. Right. Exactly. Everyone want this, but y'all forget. (laughs) I mean, I wasn't sure if I should go into my, you know, go into my other voice. You know what I'm saying? Go into my MC yo, yo, yo. Oh, not MC yo, yo, yo. This is 1985. (laughs) You know, I was brought in in the 80s. was brought in in the 80s. 80s babies stand up right <laughs> but anyway so here we here we have this uh this this dude basically um you know shouting out his wife which is great you know who who stood by him but also I, the part that I'm I'm responding to is the part where he's talking about the bitches will you know <laughs> is with the nigga after a couple's fight basically saying like you know, we like women leave dudes just because they put them through some stuff. Yeah. Or after one fight, we don't or, stay or around after one fight. Yeah, we don't stick like, around. And you know, first of all, first, I feel like there's a a grand minimization yes. of the things that some men will put their partners through. Yeah, personally, you know, it's it's a person's choice to stick around through substance abuse, psychological abuse, physical abuse. And I'm not saying this is all the things that Gucci did, but I'm just saying in general. No, those were those the things were the he things. did. He admitted to <laughs> in okay. his book. Were literally yeah. the things. But <laughs> I, I, I would like to know what your thoughts are because, you know, immediately I'm thinking about myself and I'm like, yeah, you know, I, I'm willing to put up with things that are parts of struggles. There, there are going to be struggles, some struggles in relationships, but there are some things that 
you know, I don't feel like I should be judged for if I choose not to stick around for in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. I think oftentimes like that, you know, these new age women don't stick around, like couples don't stay to stay together and they often correlate it to like our great grandparents mm-hmm. or grand, you know, like, oh, you know, they were going through a lot then too. Right. And they still kept their families together. And so I think that correlation is often unfair when we don't think about all of the things that um like that time. You exactly. know, women didn't have a choice to leave at that time. Like they had to keep their families together because that was survival. Well, you know? well there was a difficult the choice was more difficult right. for women yeah, at right. that time, Definitely for sure. Definitely more difficult. And so um, I think that correlation is really unfair. Mm-hmm. And to be held to that same standard is really unfair. Right. Um, so that's kind of the first thought that comes to my mind when we talk about, you know, well, you have to go through the fire to get this grand love gesture. Mm-hmm. Um what about that you, was April? that was Shadrach, Meshach, uh, and Abednego. That, <laughs> that I don't I don't recall God putting that on my life. I think what bothers me the most with stuff like this is the amount of people in an Amen corner mm-hmm. because it shows like you're not thinking this through mm-hmm. because that that's great that Keisha stuck with Gucci during all that but let's right. not put this out there like that's the the um, blueprint. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Also for a girlfriend. Exactly. Yeah. I, they were not married yeah, when all of true. this was going on. Like, and as someone posted on, um, one of my law sisters shared this, and someone made the the good point of this is like the ten the one tenth percent success story. Yes. Thank you. This isn't the norm, right? Like but she's that goes exception. Back to when I was talking about when we did our first episode or second episode about gospel memes. Yes, and yeah. my biggest pet peeve is people looking at these celebrities and saying, "Oh, we see one snapshot of their life, or we see this thing going on." Like I don't know what they went through. Like the only right. thing that I know is now they had this big wedding, and now they're like relationship goals and you know we know nothing about their relationship right right so we take one snapshot and we run with it and we're like oh no i need that right that's what that's what love should look like right and you bring up a good point because the first part of that meme or that post say that everybody wants this and i remember my first reaction was like want who wants what who want and want like you said wants what because i don't know what what's have. happening in their mm-hmm. life behind exactly. the scenes so yeah i think this is a a good segue into yeah what we wanted to talk about today is this idea of struggle love and what what are we getting wrong about love and what maybe unhealthy ideals do we have about what love is supposed to be mm-hmm. and what it means to show that you love someone i think it's going to be really important for people to understand what healthy love looks like yeah, i know definitely. in you know going through training to do you know couples and marriage therapy we talked a lot about um people have models for what they've seen relationships look like and so if that's what you know that's what you've seen yep. that's what you think is what a relationship is supposed to look like. And if you don't have healthy models that represent, um, you know, open, honest communication, if it doesn't represent, um, 
you know, again, going back, healthy boundaries within that relationship and, you know, all different types of factors, then you are going to have expectations based off of, oh, I see this guy and he gave her this $1.7 million wedding mm-hmm. and, you know, he fixed his teeth and, you know, <laughs> all <laughs> this stuff, now. you know, yeah. like he off the lean. Okay, well, that's great. But mm-hmm. is that is that all mm-hmm. that is that all that you're looking for? So we need to people need to learn what constitutes a healthy relationship at a healthy marriage. Yeah. Yeah, one thing that that stood out to me, um, and I, I told Jessica I was gonna her post was probably gonna inspire the next episode, but it was a comment <laughs> about ex, that love comes with hurt and sacrifice, and mm-hmm. that, and a couple of people make comments about, no, no, this is the problem. These new age couples don't understand that you have to stick with your partner through trials and tribulations, and I think we gotta tease that message out a little bit oh, gosh, because yeah. there are yeah. yes, life is gonna happen when you. And first of all, again, Keisha and Gucci were not married. Right. So she took a huge gamble Absolutely. on that. But where do you draw the line then between, yes, I'm going to support my partner mm-hmm. versus this is slowly killing me? Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like, And that reminds me of just like standards. Like how do you set those standards and where do you mm-hmm. put your cards on the table and walk away, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and I think oftentimes when that happens, and I say often that, you know, no, too many people aren't ready to put their cards on the table and walk away. And that could be for a number of reasons. I think oftentimes we get criticized, like these stories, like, mm-hmm. oh, well, you're just going to walk away after one infidelity episode <laughs> or, you know, like, you don't. Well, what's you know? the magic number, people? Mm-hmm. Right. How, right. How, how many times should I allow him to misplace his penis? <laughs> I mean, I'm just... No, that's just, real. I need to know, you know, that's so real. I can write this down yeah. as, you know, as I'm going into, yeah. you know, my situation. Right. How many times? Yeah. Is There's that no okay? Yeah. Because to me, that's just like telling a, a person or telling a, a woman or a man, um, you're not allowed to have a, a certain type of standard. Like you have to mm-hmm. at least be um, betrayed more than once before you think about leaving. And yeah. even then... You need to consider how you're going to be judged when you do so. Right, right. Like this ride or die mentality. So, have did you ever struggle with that? With like this idea of I, I need to support him or oh my god, like the whole. Girl. Let me, you know, yes, of course. I mean, I during that time where my prefrontal cortex was not fully developed, (laughs) right? um, I I was dumb, absolutely. I, yeah, I had a relationship that I was in for a good six, seven years, and I think he cheated on me. It was like a new cheat episode Mm -hmm. every year. You know, it was like, okay, who's who's it going to be this year? Yeah, Mm -hmm. and I would leave. And, you know, he would, oh, you know, we're going to lose, you know, what we had and all this kind of stuff. And it took me a minute um, to just kind of go, wait, why am I still mm-hmm. doing this? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I've, I've been there. Mm-hmm. But it was just to me it was growing and learning and and knowing better. Like once you know better, right. you have to start governing yourself differently. Yeah. I wouldn't. <clears throat> I wouldn't operate in that in that way Absolutely now. Not. Yeah, but yeah, I've, I've been young and dumb and right. allowed things for longer than I think I should have. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I know I definitely have the same scenarios. You know, got to a long term relationship, 
when we started, he had one child. When we ended, he had three. Hmm, you okay. Know? That's mm-hmm. busy. It, very. <laughs> very and, busy. And I have no children, <laughs> listeners. I have none. Um, <laughs> so so we're not yours. Where am I? <laughs> the yeah. math's not adding it's up. Not right? adding. It's not. <laughs> well, but at least it was three. Mine had five. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. It's like, what's the magic number? You yeah. know, at what point am I able to, and in that relationship, when I made the decision to leave, mm-hmm. um, it was more so his family that was kind of like, oh, you're not going to hang in there, mm-hmm. you know? And I was like, uh-huh. y'all, of, of all people, know, you mm-hmm. know, know what's going on. Y'all knew more than me, yeah. you know? Um, but that criticism and kind of that pressure, like, well, maybe, mm-hmm. you know, Maybe people will change right. and, you know, if I hang it out and I love him enough, yeah. he will change for me. Yeah. And that's a big misconception of, you know, people change when they're ready. Right. Can you, you know? love someone enough? Yes. That, took the words that they will change. Can you love someone enough And I believe for them to absolutely not because mm-hmm. I am not that special. Right. You well, know? you know what? I think... It's, I think it's tricky. I think you can inspire someone. But I absolutely. think that... I think people can change when they feel like they may lose you. Mm-hmm. Now, do you want that to be the impetus of that change? Because right. then that's, is that a stable change? You know, and that's kind of. Hmm. So let's talk about that. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about that because it made me think of a, of a scenario with a, with a friend and it, um, you know, trying to figure out like, do I stay? Do I go? This person realizes that they made a mistake um, and has said that they're willing to change. I think that you won't know if it's, they might have, they might be changing because now the reality of possibly losing you has hit them. I think, I think sometimes people really think like they're, there's not that risk until they're met with that risk. Mm-hmm. So the so consequence. I do think that yeah. even if the reason why you're wanting to change is so that you don't lose me, I'm fine with that being the initial catalyst mm. that pushes you towards wanting to make the change. But I think for it to be longstanding, it really does have to be about you saying, you know what, that's not the person I want to be. That's not right. how I want to operate in my relationship. Right, so, think- like you said, inspiration. Yeah, because I think that's what's going to make the change an actual longstanding mm-hmm. change. Because if you're changing just for me, like, just, and not even for me, but so that you won't be alone, mm-hmm. right? Because it's not yeah. you changing for me. You're changing because you don't want to be left me. alone. Uh, yeah, right. And that is not something that I want any type of redemption to be built on, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think it goes into, um, I swear I have a a closet of memes in my head, (laughs) but there's another one that I've seen a couple times that um, women don't want to, women won't finish projects with me. I they don't saw want to something like and that And I remember reading, I actually having a, a nice little Facebook discussion about that. I was like, why is this, like the expect, the bar is the floor. I feel like sometimes when it comes to dating, like the expectation that I want my partner to be whole, why is that so outlandish? And I don't mean perfect, but I think that's the expectation in the black community Mm. because I was talking to someone and I was like, why is it that only 
I won't say only because I don't like to use like, but mainly black women are expected like, you know, if you just hold him down or you build him up and all this kind of stuff where it's okay for a white woman to, to for their, even her parents to say, hey, you know, you want to pursue this type of person or someone who is able to acquire a lot of wealth. You've got, you know, in other countries, like they, people are, are grooming their daughters mm-hmm. to pursue certain types of families and things like that. But in the black community, don't you it's dare like, have a salary requirement. Don't Girl. or just an educational requirement or a or goals a requirement. requirement. Right. <laughs> like, you know, even if it's like I'm not even pursuing someone with a, a certain income level or educational level. I just want somebody who has um, the motivation to mm-hmm. pursue. It's like, you know, why y'all always got to have. Like, why can't standard. I have a standard? Right. <laughs> why can't I have a standard? And I think that's part of where some of the struggle of, and I think it's tied into, I feel like I was bringing this up, racism, Um, and how we know how racism, you know, has systemically oppressed black men and Mm -hmm. with the prison system and just, so yes, we know life Mm -hmm. is harder um, for black men than maybe their white counterparts. Mm -hmm. But I think- that understanding has been almost coddling to an extent mm-hmm. where like, I understand that life is hard, but that doesn't give you permission to come in for sorry shit on me yeah, because yeah, life is hard. Yeah. And I remember when Jay-Z um, in 444, mm-hmm. when he talked yeah. about, you know, how he realized that he was a bad husband and all of this mm-hmm. stuff and everyone was just like praising. And I, I felt, I was so conflicted because on one hand I was like, that's awesome. But also you're almost 50. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it took you until your mid to late 40s to say, huh, maybe I should go to therapy Yeah, for someone with access to it. Yeah, sure. Because I think that goes back to that question of can a woman love a man enough to change? Because even with reading some of the info on like Gucci, he wasn't saying he changed for Keisha. Yeah. He was saying that he changed because he realized that his life outside of prison was better than what he had at the time. You know, he's like, oh, you know, I was in prison. I was looking at my life and I realized I have some things to look forward to. I should change me as a person. Right. And I think oftentimes these memes or just these conversations end in, no, that woman should be the one to make that man whole or that woman should be the one to hold him down until he figures out how to get there. And oftentimes it their change has nothing to do with the women in their lives. They just so happen to have a woman mm-hmm. in their life, but they decide that they want to change to have a better life for themselves. Mm-hmm. And that prompts them to be better husbands, to be better fathers, mm-hmm. to be better people. Napoleon said this and it stuck with me for so long. I think it was after um we did the he did the screening for Moonlight. Mm-hmm. And we're I think we're talking about intimacy and relationships and where do men learn mm-hmm. yeah. lo- how to love because mm-hmm. that was a theme oh, during, yeah. through Moonlight, like different types of love for men and he said, you know, we expect our women to to teach us how to love. Like, there are so many songs. Music has a song, yeah, teach, teach Me, me how, to, how to Which love. I used to love. Actually, it was kind of cheesy, but I used to like it till I, I thought about it. Mm-hmm. And he's, and Napoleon's, or Dr. Wells, sorry, made the comment. He said, that's too much to put on one person. He's like, we are putting way too much pressure 
on our sisters who expect them to teach mm-hmm. uh, us how to love. We have to learn that somewhere along the way. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of where yeah. some of this struggle love comes from. Because that's kind of mm-hmm. my next question. Well, you answered it before, like where it comes from. But other things we get wrong about love. And I think there is this expectation of for with men that when I'm when I meet the one, she's going to make me better. She's right. going to teach me how to love and teach me how to be a better man. And it's like, so then who's pouring into her? Into her. Mm-hmm. And that also made me think about how does this work on the other side? Because I don't think I've ever seen a meme where it was on the other end, right? We're talking about, you know, women who stay and deal with all the the stress and the drama yeah. that a man brings to her. How many times have I seen a man say, you know what, this woman put me through. She had an outside baby. Do actually, I would love to know, do y'all know anyone, any man who stayed with his wife who had a outside child? If during the marriage, if he did, he still doesn't know that that's not his <laughs> baby. Because <laughs> that's real. Yeah, and, I don't and know some of y'all anyone. probably need to go get a DNA. No, don't. If you don't know don't, by now, don't, don't do it. Uh-huh. Live no, ignorance go, is bliss. Go get, like, no, 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 go go get it. Don't do it. You get. You can still choose to take care of that child and love that child, but you. Need oh, to know I thought you were saying no. Some children no, need go to get, get DNA no, tests. No, oh. no, the the men <laughs> like, so need to go get dinner, DNA on dad, your we baby. Need to have a conversation. Okay, right, about exactly. Please the, go get DNA. Okay, I think but that that's should a whole be a thing show. that comes along with every every birth. Yeah, I think you should wave out at the very beginning. I think you should have to wave out if you don't want to get. Yeah, I don't think you should be allowed to sign the birth certificate without having. That's smart. That is smart. A DNA test or. Without like that waiver, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 that's smart. But I don't know yeah. any. I don't know any who stayed with their wife after she cheated. After or... she cheated, outside child. Um, Not saying it hasn't happened. Right. I, I just don't know. I personally just don't, don't know. know any. And, but you don't hear. And it's you like don't hear us. Saying or bragging uh, or pushing on uh, y'all, y'all want to leave, you know, yeah. after I'd have had the first, after I'd have had one baby outside of wedlock right. <laughs> or whatever, so, you know, slight this tangent. What's, this what's gonna push you to the edge? I want to see if I can find it, I'll send it to y'all. So, this is kind of it's not a pet peeve, but it's a thing. So, um, have y'all ever seen proposals? And I said, Lord, you know, if it happens, please don't let my future fiance. <laughs> Tell the world all the crap he put me through mm-hmm. in his proposal. <laughs> oh my god! Have you seen those where it's like I know I put you through hell? Oh, oh yes. I had two children on you. Right. That's basically. I what sold your shoot. You know, I sold right. the TV, mm-hmm. and you so- don't. Is that how you're about to propose? <laughs> Is that supposed to encourage me to say yes? <laughs> like what? This is my reward. This is my reward. Yes. Yeah, those proposals are a mess. But that's basically what Gucci did. And but his wife mm-hmm. co-signed. Well, so yes, yes. again, there is this there's a culture around struggle love and promoting it and not drawing yes. that line between yes, going through trials and tribulations mm-hmm. and then that kind of that boundary conversation again yeah. between is this abusive? Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because there's definitely going to be trials. There's going right. to be tribulations. Absolutely. Relationships are hard work. Right. But how? when does it border on abusive? When does it border on, like you said, April, like, is this killing me? 
or is this actually feeding me? You right. Know? And that's why I'm always like, I'm not ride or die. Like I, I ride and grow yeah. and we'll go, you know, right. but I'm not, I don't need that dichotomy. Like either you're going to ride with me or we, or you, right. you dying with me. Like what? Is and there there are levels. Like there are couples who, who survived addiction and, Certainly. and so many things. But I think one, they were already married. Like again, mm-hmm. I keep going back. Keisha and right, Gucci. This is being, this is being asked of, of your girlfriend, yeah. someone that you haven't. And, and and I'm not saying that marriage has to be the ultimate end for, for people because yeah. it doesn't. Right. Yeah. That's true. But um, but these are people that you haven't given some type of secure commitment to. Yeah. Because he also mentioned like, okay, this was my girl, but I had other girls like, right. and she knew about it. So right. it's not even, I gave you a secure commitment. I have... I'm out here. Yeah. And you're holding it down. Right. Right. Yeah. So how do you know if you're in struggle love and how do you get out? Mm. When it's not like you like you mentioned when I am not also being poured into and yeah. it doesn't have to be equal. Right. But yeah. it does need to be equitable. I feel, you know, because at the time I may not need as much pouring into, but I need you to be trying, you know, pouring something into yeah. into this relationship on my end. Um so no, I mean I need real. something. I need you to be yeah. we we need to be sharing in this commitment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you know <laughs> I'm silly. I think you know you in struggle love when all you listen to is Jaheen, Keith Cole, <laughs> K. Michelle, and Mary J. Blige. Yes. yes. Those but, are struggle love singers. <laughs> struggle love anthems. Yes. Anthems. But it does kind of draw. <laughs> I'm silly. But it does draw to like what Erica was saying about having like what are your models? Mm-hmm. You know, like who are the people you're looking for to define? What if you haven't had any good ones? Right. That's that's and oftentimes we haven't. Yeah. Oftentimes we haven't. But that doesn't. That that's that question of just because I wasn't taught it, does that mean I don't have to learn it? Right. You know? Your ignorance can't be your excuse. Yeah. Well, yeah. if you don't, because this is, I don't think people choose pain. You know, mm-hmm. so like when you were in your your relationships that you now can say that was struggle love mm-hmm. in the moment, did it feel like struggle love, or did it feel like I'm? It yeah, felt like yeah. I was being hit upside okay. the head, mm-hmm. but I was in this space of if I say I love him, then I need to be able to handle right. some mm-hmm. of it. Right. But I felt being hit upside the head every single time. I knew I was in struggle love because I literally, someone asked me about like, well, y'all have been together for so long. Like, what would you do if he proposed? And I literally broke down crying. Oh, yeah. Like, oh my God, I don't want to marry <laughs> Right. Like I literally cried and I was like, you don't have to. And but in mm. my mind, I was like, well, we've been together for so long. We've been through so much. Mm. And it's like, girl, bye. that makes me think about mm-hmm. like how like April's question. How do you know you're in struggle love is if you ask yourself the question, if this person does not change, change. at all. Yes. Do I want to spend the rest of my life in this type of relationship? Mm-hmm. Like with this same situation, these same behaviors, day these in, same day excuses, out. 
and being able to ask that question. Because you're right, April. Sometimes we don't know that, like a lot of people don't know that they're in struggle of or they're in these relationships that are abusive. Yeah. Um, or are not fulfilling or pouring back yeah. into you. You may not know. Yeah. Um, I think you can also ask yourself, do I feel like my life is is better Ooh, yeah. with yep. this person yep. or or without right. these things? Right. Are they adding to you are or they are they only taking some, away? Right. And if yeah. I feel like, you know what, my, my, my wellness, my mm-hmm. well-being, my mental peace, yeah. then it doesn't mean, because you can ask yourself that while you're going through struggles and be like, yeah, you know, we're going through some things, but I know this person's presence in my life still brings a sense of joy for me, mm-hmm. even through our struggles, then yeah, you yeah. know, okay, this is, I am, I'm fulfilled in some way with this relationship. But if it's yeah. just, dude, like, honestly, if I could just walk away, like the sense of peace and the mm-hmm. weight that would be off mm-hmm. and you feel like, you know what, I don't feel like there would be a loss in my life. Right. Yeah. I think it. One thing um, I remember, I'm so I'm queen of situationships. Like that, if you look up situationships in a dictionary, <laughs> my picture is somewhere next to it. No, so April. I I own it. You know, <laughs> working the name. I'm sorry. <laughs> also, see, <laughs> sorry. So I remember I was talking with my therapist about this relationship situation that I was in, and it was one of those where like I was his girlfriend, but he wasn't my boyfriend type of thing. Like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh, Lord, it's a whole nother yes. episode. Yes. And I remember like finally kind of putting it into it and just was like, oh my God, I can't believe I was so stupid. How did I? And just the relief. just beating myself up. Mm. And my therapist was like, well, what void did that feel? Like, because mm-hmm. you knew while in it that that wasn't the best, but it was feeling avoid and yeah. she was saying it in a way to kind of make me feel just human like mm-hmm. quit beating yourself up for yeah, it. like there's a reason right. so i think when we think about love and relationships mm-hmm. um particularly ones that we kind of have to like huh, what's going on and when you said is this thing bringing you joy joy mm-hmm. of completion even asking well what void because i could say well yeah that relationship was bringing me some happiness but because it was filling a void mm-hmm. of other things going on right um so asking and defining those boundaries and standards like now before mm-hmm. you get into relationships like what do you want love to look like yeah if, if you haven't had that. positive role models what do you think you need like what do you not mm-hmm. want sometimes right. you can start there what do you not want love to look like yeah because i think it is important to define your standards and your boundaries outside of the person right right because i think sometimes we'll say well this is my standard with this person mm-hmm. you know And it's very important to say, just in general, like pull up from the situation and say, what are my standards in intimate relationships, in romantic relationships? What are they? What do they look like? And why do I want these standards? Like, Mm -hmm. how is it going to benefit me or push me towards my values, push me towards my goals? Um, Because a relationship should add. It should be an addition Mm -hmm. to helping you move closer to those things that are most important to you. Mm-hmm. I think about, you know, I said my fiance is my knight in shining armor. And I said that not in a sense of, I feel like I've been saved by this man, but mm. the sense of my dad always used to say, um, the, 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 the struggle relationship that I was in, he was like, he's just not your knight in shining armor. He's mm. just not your knight in shining mm. armor. 
And I was like, I mean, I don't need no night. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm like, I am me. I am my own woman. I don't need no dude. And I used to tell the guy, I don't need you for nothing. You know, I don't need you for anything. But there are some things like needs that you have from your partner that you just expect to receive. And like you said, April, like these other people, you were accepting of maybe some of that not so great behavior because they were feeling some void. It was in the place of that thing that you really need that you, that you knew you weren't getting. So this other stuff could fill in as a substitute. And I I think I mentioned, I was saying something like we, we will fit a square peg (laughs) into a round hole every time in order to kind of meet a need. We will jam that sucker in. Oh, girl. Yeah. I just want us to not call that love, though. Yeah, it's not. And I think it's okay it's to be not. honest and say, child, I'm only doing this because I'm bored. Mm-hmm. Or we need to be let honest. me get my self-esteem together. But that's this is honest. a, right. I call them also ovulation decisions. Like, you can just right. be honest, but let's. Or I'm just lonely. Or right? I'm just I'm lonely. Yes, right, but lonely. let's not call that love. love. Yeah. Loneliness yeah. is one of the hardest human emotions that we are yeah. not taught how to manage right. yeah and when we go into those spaces of loneliness and we make decisions out of that space it oftentimes gets us in you know situations or relationships that we that aren't fulfilling they're they're not adding right. to us mm-hmm. right you know so there's this this guy named Sternberg so he has this theory I think it's called like the triarchic theory or something about love and Mm -hmm. basically so for you to have a healthy love it should contain equal parts of intimacy passion and commitment right um if you Mm -hmm. only have commitment and none of the other two then you have empty love Mm -hmm. if you only have passion but no intimacy is just lust and Mm -hmm. if you only have intimacy with nothing like it's these are and then that's or if it's only passion it's infatuation without so looking at those three things intimacy commitment to each other commitment to the relationship and then you know you got to have some passion in there too all those three things and I I really do like that idea of defining love and that makes me think about so how we circle back to our grandparents and and going back, it was I, I feel like especially in our communities and it was probably in other communities too, um, where if you took care of the family, if I was the breadwinner, I made sure that you and the kids had a roof over your head. I was fulfilling my responsibility as a committed mm-hmm. partner. Mm-hmm. You're committed to providing. For me, but those other, other pieces, yeah. you know, couldn't have been there, right. you know, especially if you out here, you know, right. winking Miss Susie on the side when y'all go to the hole in the wall. Right. You know? like, and that's what we're romanticizing. That's mm-hmm. what we are holding up as comparisons. Mm-hmm. And it's, oh, God, it, uh, it's going to be my last comment. Because I, I recently read um, If Bill Street Could Talk in another book called Silver Sparrow. By, mm-hmm. um, the, I think she, she wrote American American. E- She's actually going oh, to be yeah. at my university when? for poetry week. I'll send it to y'all. I think it's in November I wanna go. 6th and 7th or 7th and 8th. I'm going to get yeah, sick at work I'm, around I'm absolutely, <laughs> I'm absolutely going because she's doing a book signing. She's doing a, pan, a speaking Oh, my gosh. Thing That's so cool. We're going to send it this episode. Mm-hmm. But two of the things that emerged in that book was this idea of um commitment as a man to to like the families in different eras mm. different t- um 
times, but it made me think of what you what you what you said made me think of those two books. Was Silver Sparrow was about a, a girl who grew up knowing she was the outside daughter, mm-hmm. um, and the father had a commitment to his family, sure. even though it might have been a loveless marriage, but that was his right. responsibility, and that other family had to remain a secret. And then it, and Bill Street could talk. One of the family members, the dad. You know, you could tell it was not a, a marriage of love, mm-hmm. but there was all this talk about what well, this is your responsibility. Like right. I, I come home every night. Don't right. worry about what I do. That's like when, I'm, when I'm not at home. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This commitment. Like I have this. Commitment. So this whole idea of struggle love has actually been around for a long for time. A long time. We just didn't call it that. Right. Gosh. So I hope we can slowly begin to break away this yeah this cycle to more healthier Mm -hmm. love and that we're not asking one person or half of that relationship to be whole to help the other one like we all Mm going to do our work Mm -hmm. and then be better together and Mm -hmm. i like that let's do our work work and be better together together. yes instead of um having that person be the only catalyst for what for the work that we We should be doing Mm -hmm. yeah nice this was good y'all this was a really good dialogue um brought on by keisha and gucci (laughs) 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 what are some of the takeaways did you guys like have some things that you're like oh wow yeah Yeah. definitely you know what april said you need to have a standard and you need to be thinking about what healthy love looks like for you before Mm -hmm. you know so that you know what it looks like when it's not present you know Mm -hmm. so that so that you know like these are the things that I need these are the things that I expect out of a healthy relationship because just because it's what you want doesn't necessarily mean it's healthy so you need to know you need to start learning like what what aspects are healthy parts Mm -hmm. um, of a relationship yeah yeah um, I would say my takeaway is probably should have this conversation with a partner, with your partner. Absolutely. Because um, it's one thing for me to know what I expect and what my limits are, but the, I would I would also need to know the person who I'm involved yeah. with. Like, what do, what do you think? Because I don't know if I have like. I would say like candid conversations like this or specifically about like, so what do you think about struggle love outside of just if something comes up? But I do think it's important to say, okay, so what were your models growing up? Um, What do you expect? What do you think is within the, the the boundaries of what your partner should have to deal with mm-hmm. under the name of love? Absolutely. So, yeah. I think reading with your partner, like reading yeah. books reading. about yeah. relationships yeah. and talking about like, what is your take on what they said right. about this? this yeah. yeah. Right. And yeah. see if y'all are, you know. Watch a Tyler Perry movie and see who they align with. <laughs> 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 the light-skinned dude or the dark Because <laughs> it's always you know, one. That's how it is. That, that see who they identify Tyler. with in the Tyler Perry movie. <laughs> Yeah, that's a litmus test. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, I think my takeaway is kind of how Erica opens it up with saying, like, how can we start to know what healthy love looks like mm-hmm. um, if you have not had any models? Um, and I think as adults, we and I, I'm speaking from my own experience, so I don't, I don't, I can't say that. But at some point, we are. I was able to say. I don't think this is healthy and maybe I don't know what it mm-hmm. looks like. Um, and it wasn't because my parents weren't healthy, but we didn't really talk about their relationship. Right. Right. You know, like they were married up until my father passed away, but 
I wasn't, as the daughter, I wasn't privy mm-hmm. to the relationship and I was the youngest child. So I didn't really have, like, I didn't know in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think I knew there were times where I was like, oh, this is not healthy. Mm-hmm. And I had to take it upon myself to open up those dialogues with my mom, um, to read stuff, to have those dialogues. So talking, like talking yeah. if you have kids or you just have, you know, young people who yeah. are, you know, nieces, nephews. Um, you know, I've had people ask me to be like an accountability partner, Definitely. you know, that is a great a start. Start talking, talking to your, your kids and, you know, whoever is willing to listen about yeah. like health, what healthy relationships yeah. look like. There's this, um, show on, I think it comes on own um, called Black Love. Yes. And it's very good. Yeah. They're basically, um, it's a couple who makes, like they interview um, black couples mm-hmm. um, in different um, journeys of their love. Mm-hmm. There are some that have been married for years. There are some that just got married, newlyweds. Mm-hmm. But they ask these types of questions and have like I these types it. of candid conversations. And I think that's a great premise. And if you have the ability to do that with couples in your life, I think it would be cool to like use that mm-hmm. as a way to start looking at your ideals about love and what that like what healthy love constitutes right absolutely nice cool takeaways cool takeaways yeah Yeah. so well that was a really great show we always want to wrap up our show with talking about like where we want to send our love to um you know because it's always nice to let people know that we're thinking about them um and that we care and as i started before i want to send my love to um a, a portion of my girl tribe everyone was not able to be there with me on saturday but i want to send my love to shari and allison and tania and of course my mom and dr robinson who is like my relationship um, coach person. She was always encouraging me to get out there and just be open to love. Um, cause she knows I'm, I'm a hard one <laughs> when it comes to, when it comes to men. So, um, they were all there with me Saturday going wedding dress shopping and it was just I'm such fine. a time of just excitement and joy and love. And so I want to send my love to all of them. Thanks, boo. What about you all? What about you, Shari? Um, I think I want to send my love to my workout people. Um, so my trainers, the people who do boot camp with me, um, they listen, they are like supportive of the podcast and everything. It's really cool to like walk in the gym and they're like, so when y'all gonna put the podcast out, you know? Um, so I want to send my love to them. They get me through many of just like I leave work like I need to release you know being a therapist you take a lot in so I leave work like I need to release and they like helped me get through that like one workout last week I just cried the whole workout girl I didn't even know what was wrong with me oh wow I think it it was carrying other people's emotions you know but they like my trainer Brian hey boo um he (laughs) he wasn't like what's going on you know he was just kind of like you need to take a break take a break if you want to keep working out girl get on the ground do these crab walks you know (laughs) like so that I want to send my love out to them because they are awesome awesome. um an awesome group of people thank y'all for helping me get healthy so I can live longer that's wonderful I appreciate it (laughs) how about you April I want to 
send my love to you too. Oh, hey, um, this has been a very, 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 very tough year. Just the end. Very tough year. <laughs> um, and a lot has happened this year in the last month. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, cool, cool week. And I had no plans of doing anything <laughs> outside of a birthday weekend <laughs> until y'all told me. <laughs> That you all were throwing me a celebration party. Yeah, we <laughs> so, are so ready. This is like, uh, okay, well, guess we are partying. Right. Girl, we right. got a Pinterest board and everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I, I know sometimes when there's just a lot going on, it's very easy to just kind of overlook the yeah. good things. It's kind of like, okay, yeah, that's fine. All right, but this other stuff is happening. Mm-hmm. So I definitely appreciate the time and the the acknowledgement of yes. that and kind of forcing me to, <laughs> like, celebrate. Yes. <laughs> and yes. we are going to <laughs> celebrate. And if I sent y'all an invite, please RSVP <laughs> black people. Right, black because people. Because y'all gonna run out of food if you don't. I'm mm-hmm. just saying. I think there's some white people that have RSVP. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay, let's not text. discriminate. Let's not discriminate because I've been saying the whole week, black people do not RSVP. <laughs> 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 multicultural group. Right. Multicultural. We diverse. Right. Awesome. So we love all y'all. Yeah, Thanks, we love you. April. Everyone. We yes. love you, girl. Yes, we love you. So, you all have been listening to Three Sykes and a Mic. Please remember that you can check us out on Instagram, Facebook. Our Instagram and Facebook handles are Three Sykes and a Mic. The number three, P S Y C H S A N D M I C. Nope. Three. See, that's why I write it down. (laughs) Rewind the number three P S Y C H S A N D A M I C. Um, Same thing, three sacks and a mic at Gmail. So please, if you have listened to the episodes or like anything, leave us a review on all platforms. Let somebody know what you that you like the episode. Um, we want to make sure as many people can, can get a taste of what we're doing. So thank you again for listening and check us out on social media. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>